taking your emails or taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ignorant and Informed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you live from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, via the magic of the very fickle internet. <laughs> and I'm joined as always by my delightful co-host, Mr. Jeff Watson. I'm a little scared right now. Mr. Max Sorakis and Sorakis using I don't, his daddy voice. I don't like it when dad is angry. I know, I know. Fucking, we just... A mountain of internet problems. <laughs> I, I wanted to see the spit take like over Jeff's yeah, camera. All over the screen. <laughs> yeah. That would have been pretty great. Yeah. Well, this yeah, is your my... show where we take your podcast and turn them into our topics. That's right. You make the show go round, and Max is going to tell you about those gravitational forces. Yeah, man. Divots in space, <laughs> baby. Divots in space. That's what this show is about. No, honestly, uh, we take your topics and turn them into our show. So questions make the best topics. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitters at Ignan, the Instagram Ignan, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Or you can click the submit a topic button as you are kicking it on the website and listening to all 400 some episodes of our show to date. Um, and to encourage you to play along at home, we will give you a free t-shirt and a free haiku that probably has something to do uh, with a penis, or at least has the word penis in it, mm. I imagine. Yeah. Um, and that's our promise to you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was I just frozen? Was my screen just there for 25 minutes, literally? No. <laughs> and then suddenly nah. it like... Did I like click thirty out? seconds? It was like, it was like bloop. Yeah, yeah, but you had like a very, you had a very stern and serious look on your face. So we were laughing about it, and then you just laughed, and, and then, then I disappeared. I was trying to. You'll get like eighteen texts from me all of a sudden because I was like, "Oh shit! Wait, no, I don't know if you're getting these." Ah, <laughs> God damn it! I'm gonna try. I'm just gonna like, like the spaceman in you know outer space, just like calling out to the void. I felt like that's mm-hmm. what I was doing. I'm gonna try in case you're reading me. I'm going to reboot. <laughs> like, Messages. I uh, got that oh. one. Fucking Windows 98. God damn Windows 98. <laughs> that is a quite dated reference now. But it really is. We're old kids. I mean, 98 Windows 98. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. This is your top huh. your, your podcast where we take your topics <laughs> and turn them into our show. Wait, did I curious, what are, did I stutter? Did I what are, did, we, what, what are we talking about Windows ninety eight for? I'm confused. I think we've already seen how that went down. It, it, that was that was a it, well. Jeff said, "Get Bill Gates in here." Oh, From got you, got you, got you. South Park, South Park. reference to no, his yeah. internet. God damn it! No, I hear you. I don't know if we've I don't know if we've driven this point into the ground quite hard. <laughs> we need to explain the joke more. We have to explain no. the jokes. People if at home like it when you it funnier. Right? No, I was going to say like that. It's really it's a good it's a good indication like if you have to explain your joke that means you're you're it doing failed. it right. It failed. Mm-hmm. That's right. It makes right. it funnier. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, don't let it go. Uh, so, all right. So from uh, Nick Albu, homie from my hometown, uh, who is the most overrated author of all time? My vote goes to either Ernest Hemingway or my four-year-old daughter. You know what? It goes to Hemingway. He's a hack. Nice. <laughs> the most I will join you. I writer. hate Hemingway. I hate your four-year-old daughter. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she's a bitch. Her last she's... book was pretentious as fuck. <laughs> the pedantic, <laughs> pandering. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. I like that. I mean, I think it's it's hard. Yeah, like Hemingway. I haven't read a lot of Hemingway. Uh, I just remember how much I hated the old man in the sea. I hated. Uh, oh Jesus, what was that book? Fuck, really? God, damn I remember it. reading that. And we're back. Sorry, I, you it were saying never left us from our perspective. Well, I, I, well, I missed everything you were saying. You said that's a good question. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, this is going swimmingly. Uh... <laughs> there, there might be a moment of me saying, "Really, fuck," <laughs> like in there. So. <laughs> We'll see. Gotcha. Gotcha. The internet, oh, okay. the internet is out to get me today, guys. That's all right, man. Fair. No, we shouldn't Fair. force it. If it keep, if it happens again, we should probably bag it. And uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll and see. call we'll it. See we're if good. We can get through this. It's it's all right. Hmm. Uh, so, what were you saying? That is a good question. Who is a bad? <laughs> who is the most overrated writer? Not the worst writer. Just the most overrated. Overrated. I mean, it's so subjective. Like, again, oh, yeah. it makes me think of the episode we recorded about talking about art and how, like, the tastemakers in art and who tells us what is good and, mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But does it speak to me? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Does it, though? I, I mean, I... there was, a, was it Neil Stevenson, the sci-fi author that, like, a lot of people like, and I think Jay may have gave me a book of his that was like 20 pages. Like there was some, yeah. Yeah. There was some conversation. I was just like, Nope, this, I don't, I don't care for this. Yeah. Same, same with me. I've had newer speech. Neil Stevenson's the best. And I tried a book. I was like, yep, not for me. I I think I keep, I don't know who that is because I keep thinking of Neil Gaiman and I, I did. That's obviously a different person. Oh, that Very is a different Neil. So. <laughs> yeah. as, as evidenced by their last names. Uh, shit. I think we're saying I mean, Neil Gaiman is definitely someone some would argue is overrated. Yeah, I'm sure there's people out there that think he's overrated. I'm sure there yeah, are. I mean, but... he's definitely one of those authors I feel like you either love him or hate him. Yeah. I mean, I love him, but I've definitely... Plenty of people are like, I just don't like him. I'm like, okay. I mean, you could say Stephen King. I don't agree with that, but Stephen King has been called overrated. Uh, I had a problem with John Steinbeck when I was younger. Have you resolved that problem with Steinbeck? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've actually, I've Fuck overcome it. I've, you know, we sat down, we had a lovely chat. Oh, good. Uh, no, but I remember reading Billy Budd. No, it's, it's Herman Melville. No, it's Herman Melville. Melville. Yeah, sorry. Herman Melville. John Steinbeck and I have our differences. Graves of Wrath perhaps uh no i liked grapes of wrath i remember reading that in high school and liking it you know because i knew everything uh i believe so melville maybe no no No. john steinbeck i mean um sorry i'm getting now all the names are jumbled up in my head but it wasn't Neil Gaiman. <laughs> it might have been John Steinbeck, actually. I think it was now Steinbeck. That I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, of but I hated Men. that book, too. So. I saw the movie with Gary Sinise. That was good. Oh. John Malkovich. Yeah. John Malkovich. Yeah. Tender Wabbits, George. Tender Wabbits. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. good. Fucking money. Uh, 
No, but Herman Melville, I, he wrote a, 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 a story, a novel called Billy Budd, and I was assigned it in uh, junior year of high school to in my lit class to like, you know, analyze it. And that was like my book report was on Billy Budd. And I just didn't find anything redeeming in it. I, I, I just, I hated it vehemently. I think it was because I just didn't understand it. Like I found <laughs> it's a good reason to hate. To hate <laughs> I, I hate, I fear thing. I hate things. I can't understand. So I, so uh, I, but I do remember feeling like the Christ imagery was very much overdone and uh, that, you know, that, that, that Herman Melville did the same thing he does in Moby Dick, where he just, you know, 14 pages on, the 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 way that rope is made or something you know like this is totally irrelevant to the story and just i don't know is he getting paid by the word i maybe he just likes to go into like ships and stuff i mean it's possible dickens but, certainly was paid by the word so uh, they were how far apart were they as far being contemporaries melville and dickens i mean i have no idea not four thousand years <laughs> that's, that's probably accurate that's that I sounds so. that sounds right it's a big number and i can't comprehend it so i'm going to mm-hmm. agree with you cool uh, so cool. i don't thank look you. stupid thank you yeah i just uh, see if you say things with confidence that's really that's what i that's how i've gotten by on 90 percent of my life mm-hmm. making outrageous claims like 90 percent of my life has been <laughs> dictated by not by just sounding confident I, like in general i did not enjoy reading until i got out of school essentially like until people stopped forcing me to read oh, yeah i think there's a big part read. of that there's a middle chunk of most people's lives that that is the case like you don't like to read because you're being forced to you have to read I, uh, you have to read these books and you have to analyze these books and learn to think critically but a lot of those skills you learn along the way end up helping you enjoy reading i think later on in life I uh, I would say Bukowski is an author that I think is overrated. Like, it's just one I haven't read a lot of, but I know a lot of people really mm. fucking like him, and I've just never been, just never, like, I don't know, struck a chord with me. Sure. Um, you know, I could possibly throw George R. R. Martin in there. Ar- ar- just How because, dare you? Exactly. Um, you know, I, like, read the first book, but I didn't feel compelled to go any further than that. Um so those were the, like the first two that came to uh, yeah. my mind. I'm not so sure if that's like, if it's about overrated, it's just not like my taste. Yeah. Some yeah. people don't like spicy food. Right. Like, one of the, one of the books I remember of George Ark Ark Martin's was, I remember it not being terribly. Uh, Use your words. I'm trying to remember which one it was like feast for crows. Maybe. Or what's the crown one? There's a crown one. So the first one is Song of Ice and Fire. Second one is Clash of Kings. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Isn't that, that a the Facebook one? game? No, that's Clash of Clans. But, oh, but my bad. Yes. I, it took me a second to figure out what you were saying. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. No, it was... Uh, uh, and then there was Feast for Crows, Dance... Then the fifth one is Dance with Dragons, and then there's the fourth one, which I'm getting confused now. Anyway, one of those was a bit of a slog, so you didn't miss much. And then he's never going to finish them. Like, we're never going to get a f- complete <laughs> literary series, and they just 
biffed it so hard on that last season no, of Game the, of Thrones. The series that I'm rereading now is like Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time, and there are some rough novels in there. There's like thousands oh, sure. of pages of crap. Dude, that, that's insane um, that you could have that long of a – oh, Jesus. That but then, so he died. He yeah. died before it finished. But then like Brandon Sanderson came in and finished like the last – wrote like three books at the end and then like did a good job tying it up. So yeah, man. George R.R. R. Martin might not end up finishing it, but that doesn't mean that someone else won't. That's Ooh. true. But the story's already been told. And then they just sort of dropped it, man, those last seasons. <laughs> but so you want to talk about long series of books. I've been reading The Horus Heresy since – I started reading it when we when we were working at Borders. So okay. 2007, sure. I've been reading that book series for, God, 2008 maybe. Uh, I think the book started in 07 I, and, and now it's 2012. So 13 years I've been reading that book. I'm on the last one. <laughs> nice. The last one of the Horus Heresy. And then now they have like a, a second miniseries that's finishing it up called The Siege of Terra. So, it's, but so now are, it's like this is all the events leading up to the great like civil war amongst these two factions. So it's a prequel, or uh, it is it is a prequel to the current setting of like the game and the the current lore. Yeah. It's what happened ten thousand years before that. The great this great yeah. war between chaos and the forces of the emperor. Those, chaos uh, always wins. Yeah, <laughs> entropy, baby. <laughs> Uh, those uh, books have all been written by not all of them by different people, but there are different authors who have. Yeah, they have a team of uh, eight to ten authors. Okay, good lord, the, how many books is it? There's fifty four. <laughs> yeah, how long are the books? Like three hundred pages? They're they're like full length novels. I mean, they're Jesus they're like Christ. I listened to a lot of them. I on yeah. Audible. Like that's so awesome. I, and they're all like, you know, like. Mm, I don't know. Some are like 15 hours, 16 yeah. hours, yeah, 20 so hours. A, yeah. That's a long novel. Yeah. Unabridged. You can forget they're all unabridged, which is crazy. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad that they've stopped doing that. I think it was back in the day of like, you were limited by space on a CD or a tape. Oh, sure. You know? And now that it's like a digital file, you can you do sure. the whole thing on a bridge. It seems less and less there's abridged versions of stuff. Yeah. Now. Well, shit. I remember back in the day having, my mom would buy books on CD and some books would be like 10 CDs. It's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. I had old school computer games. We sold, we sold those at borders. We had a book on CD section. Ah, I remember looking. Yeah. And it was there. It was, some of them were like thick volumes of cases. No, it's crazy. Cause even back then they were like 50 bucks. I mean, it was insane. So expensive. I think I bought one of the game of Thrones on, on, CD. Actually. Bust, that, bust that out with the discman. Let's go. So, fl- yeah, right. I mean. So, flipping that that disc. Uh, since we're talking about them, are there any authors that you guys? I mean, I would call them guilty pleasures, but I, I would say like, there's no reason for guilt, right? Like, are there authors that uh, that you guys love that other people are like, this dude's a hack? Uh, Dan Brown books. I've always enjoyed all his books, and I okay. know people say he sucks, but it's an entertaining read. You know, you don't I mean, have think, to think too much. And 
Yeah, I think I've read like two Dan Brown books, I think. And yeah, no, dude, they're great. Like, I think yeah. both of them were on planes and it was wonderful. Yeah. In college, I think I read his entire catalog in like a semester just because I enjoyed the ride. It was just crap. And it was yeah. Michael Crichton as well. I don't think he's as seen negatively, but I love all his books too. As derided. So do you think it's just like something about being popular? Oh, there's like... definitely some about being popular. People, some people just don't like that. I too think. mainstream man it's like you know all these other people <laughs> like it so obviously i'm an individual so i can't like the same yeah. thing many humans like sure it's not really? like right. you know standard we're not a giant bell curve I, yeah. i'm not in the bell curve yeah yeah i yeah, stand outside it ra salvatore and like all the fucking dungeons and dragons dritz books like i think yeah. i've read fuck 20 some of those in the last i've, I've started reading years. i got a i got a like an omnibus of the legend of drist like the of uh that's like just a bunch of the collected novels yeah, and stories so are those looked down I've upon by some folks oh i'm sure they're like they're they're, they're pulp you know sci-fi yeah. novels or fantasy novels they're not like genre fiction yeah it's like the equivalent of like dan brown with only with swords and that's fair. I didn't know if there were like D and D purists, if such a thing exists. Uh, like, oh fuck those books. There probably are. I don't know. I'm sure. I could, there has to be, right? Like, if you if you're gonna push it out there, there's people who are gonna hate on it. That's just yep. where it is, man. I mean, I'm sure there's people who hate us. I know it's it's remarkable to even gotta hope we have haters. That means we've made it. <laughs> yeah. It just makes us stronger. <laughs> we are fueled by your dark side rage. <laughs> uh, shit. I mean, Anne Rand. I've read uh, Atlas Shrugged. Uh, yeah. And I really enjoyed Atlas Shrugged. I like um, The Fountainhead a lot. So, yeah, whatever. I know I understand people hate her for her philosophy, but I like the book. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even hate her for her philosophy, man. I think there's some fucking gems and jewels in there, personally. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, um, 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 oh God, what's that guy's name? Catcher in the Rye. Holding coffee. No, E comes no. the poet. J.D. Salinger. Oh, right. Yeah, so. I love that book. That I mean, it's, it is a transformative book for a lot of people, but there's a lot of people who consider like liking that book pretentious, I would say. Like that, I, like I, yeah. I loved that book. I thought it was amazing. When yeah. when did you guys read it? High school. High school so it fit well. No, I was going to say, because I remember reading it in middle school and liking it, but I also remember picking it up and thumbing through it back in the Borders days and just being like, God damn, this Holden Caulfield's a whiny son of a He's no, a but whiny I, son I even bitch. thought that. I even <laughs> thought that in high school, though, when I read him, like, God, this guy's a bitch. But <laughs> I still enjoyed the book. I don't They're know. They're all phonies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, dang it. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, The Great Gatsby. I fucking hate that book. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Okay. So I hate, I hate that motherfucker. Okay. So Overrated. 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 The green light. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eat the rich, motherfucker. Yeah. Another book that was like, now here's what this symbolism means. And I'm like, okay, I don't give a fuck. You know, whatever. I mean, I always wonder about those arguments. Like I was, I was talking to a homie, he was talking about like the ring theory with star Wars and like, oh, all of yeah. the layers and all of this stuff. And 
I've like, read I that. Just, part of me thinks, I mean, I didn't read the whole thing. I got a little through it and was just like, wow, okay, this is, this is too much for me. Um, yeah. But like, I just don't think, you know, we, not- we are pattern seeking, pattern finding primates, right? So like, it's easy to, I shouldn't say easy, but you, you can overlay those things onto works. Like, I don't, I'm not convinced that there's authors where like this green light is going to mean money or this, yeah, you know, like yeah. all of these things are going to tie together. There's a, yeah. there's a word for that. And I can't remember what it's called, of course, because that's the name of the game here. At, but there's a word for assigning meaning to like a write a work that, that was unintended or finding unintended meaning in, mm-hmm. in a work of art literature or paintings or, you know, Art is another good example, right? Visual art is a, is the same thing. Like, oh yeah, you see, you know, and they're just like, no, nah, I was just painting a picture. I don't know, just... Oh well, like like the this picture you sent of your mom, the piece of art that your mom has that was like inspired by nine eleven. Like, I'm not entirely sure without any sort of context that people would pick up on that. Oh Actually, really? Apple was on fire. Exactly. Uh, there's, a, there's, a there's a flag. There's an American flag. There's two towers in it. Like, I hear you, Max. Though I understand what you're the saying. symbolism is. I mean, it's it's it is certainly impressionist. It is it is. I don't know if that's the right word. It's probably not the right word. But <laughs> it is abstracted. It's abstracted. That's the word. It's abstract, but it is. Uh, I don't know. I remember seeing it when my mom got it and it was probably, I don't know, 2012, maybe, I mean, not 2012, 2002, three, maybe. And I was like, do you really want that in our house? <laughs> That's I was like, creepy. You want to, you want to constantly be reminded of nine 11. But yeah, it was funny. Cause I was looking through my mom's Facebook page and that popped up and I was like, Oh, oh shit. Nice. Like it was like one of those, Oh, I shared this memory. And then the artist actually commented, I'm glad you're still enjoying it. That <laughs> was like... I just stare at it every morning with yeah. my coffee. It's in her mm-hmm. living room. It's in her, her uh, yeah, her living room. Her I house. did think that. I looked at it I was like, I don't know if I'd want that in my house. <laughs> right. You know? She's done a couple other... They're very, her, her style is very much like that. You know, colors and gradients yeah. and swirls and geometric shapes. So I really like it. And some of her other stuff that she's done, my mom has this one that's huge. It's probably six feet wide. It's huge. It's a wall painting. And it, it's gorgeous. It's, it's, it's got more greens and stuff. This one's a lot of, like, that's a lot of warm colors in that mm. one. But. Was it the bomb going off at Hiroshima? Yep. Yep. It was, it's only like <laughs> the in the jungle. Yes. I just, I can't, I can't wait to see Susan, uh, the artist. I can't wait to see her, what I call the COVID period pieces. Um, because oh I don't want to ever forget about this. We're going to have a big painting of like, you know, the coronavirus <laughs> abstracted to look like an apple, but you know, but it's wearing be, a mask. It's so, wearing a mask. Okay. There's a big swath of white through the middle of it. <laughs> oh, it's made fuck. of, it's made of 200,000 circles. Just like, mm. yeah. perfect. That's and the kind counting. of kitschy. That's the, oh uh, yeah. Well, well, she'll leave some room at the bottom. There you have go. A part two, oh like God. next to it. Oh there my lord! <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that really that that does sort of bug me. That like you know things that are so like like controversial to just for controversy. You know, like the or like <clears throat> that 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 like because you think you're 
doing something that's not necessarily as deep as you think it is. You know what I mean? Like art, art, not that Susan does that, but like art for art's sake. And I mean, <laughs> I think you're on I'm, a first name basis with her. With that, I don't, I don't honestly don't know what her last name is I mean, right it's now. Like I think Susan does that, but I, I'm she's just, been remarried. I'm just in case she happens to be one of our listeners. Oh, great. <laughs> I don't want to insult her because you know she's going to do some art for you know. This oh, I mean, we do need a new T-shirt. I was talking to Jeff about that. So we either got to get new colors or a new design. We, we should do that. Let's we should do the Rona design. That'd be perfect. Mm, I like where your head's at. I like where your head's at. <laughs> Maybe that's what the mask. Maybe the haikus are about <laughs> coronavirus. Hey, we can adjust. Fun. Change with the times, man. The future is now, old man. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Yeah. So I guess I, I don't know. Like, I I fancied myself to be a well-read individual, and then I realized very much at some point in my life that I was not, that I was not ever going to be. I mean, I could, I suppose I could always be, but I, I just, I, I liked school and I liked, you know, I liked reading the things that were assigned to me generally, except for like Billy Bud and there were occasional, you know, like, like if you're in a book club, you're going to read shit you don't like, but I don't know. I guess I just sort of like, I, I just started reading things that I liked, like, you know, fantasy, Lord of the Rings, science, fit, you know, uh, uh, I read Ender's Game, Orson Scott Card. I love that. I love that book. I read that series. And then, and then, you know, and I read Harry Potter, like everybody else about 10 years too late, but, uh, I read it and I liked it and it was a quick read and it was fun. And and then I got into the horse heresy and that's been the last decade of my life. So those are all the <laughs> books I read. So, yeah. Hey, yeah. man. You know, this might be heresy to say it. I almost want to say Tolkien is overrated. Fair enough. Sure. Okay. I, I remember hearing about how great the Hobbit was. So in college, I finally read it and I was like, that was a fucking terrible book. <laughs> a lot of these things are great because they were like groundbreaking. Like a lot of, a lot of films are it. that way too, right? Yeah. Like they, they were get, the times they were made and the new things they were doing with film and trying and yeah, you know, and not necessarily because the story was exceptionally compelling, although they're not necessarily mutually exclusive and, and you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, but like, then you go back and like, does it hold up to like by the pace that we're used to now as a modern audience? I know what you're saying. Did you, and it's just like, you watch these movies and you're like, wow, this, this was a classic. I mean, and I can see why, but, movies have come so far well yeah and they they, their themes have been repeated a hundred times over yeah Yeah, i I mean there definitely been movies that i loved that were old and i'd show to people like i've seen that movie 50 times already i'm like yeah but this is the first time it came out you know yeah but it was new then yeah it hasn't been rebooted to jesus (laughs) well yeah like my mind went to like ice cream Right. Like it started with vanilla and vanilla is great, you know, or, or maybe it started with chocolate. But then you look at like all of the different flavors that we have now. And so, like, I mean, I don't know. You could make the argument that those old school flavors don't stand up to, you know, whatever the latest Ben and Jerry's is or like salted caramel something, something. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because there were some classics in high school I really liked and others I thought were shit. So I don't know. Yeah. But that's his personal preference again. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
like, so I guess, I don't know what, I, like, is it, is it really, is it pretentious to like an author that other people agree is a good author? Is it, is it f- somehow faking it or are they truly overrated and everyone just sort of has agreed that this is, you know, a literary standard, at least in Western culture. And you know what I mean? Like, like what, like, where's that line for you to be like, yeah, I like that. Or like, no, I don't like that at all. Are you, are you asking me personally or are you yeah, I'm just in general? Like what's, what's your line of demarcation? Oh, okay. Like, um, there, it, it comes to like personal tastes and enjoyment. Like, sure through and through right so like that's what i was thinking when you were talking about like do we you know does someone like this because they're supposed to like it or because the people they like like this um and i think that's where like pretension comes in is you know if you don't authentic if there is no authenticity into your your liking of something then and you're just doing it to be accepted like that sure i don't know seems disingenuous yeah yeah Mm-hmm. I agree with you. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that's all the time we have today. Uh, so thanks for downloading, listening to Internet Report, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Mr. Max Zarakis and Zarak. Hello. Mr. Jeff Ignornot Watson. Bye-bye. And uniformed. And uniformed. <laughs> Ignornant and uniformed. No, I like the email you sent out. I saw that. Yeah, I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and this has been your podcast. Make sure you check out all the podcasts at the website, ignorantuninformed.com. You could check us out there or on any of the social medias, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed, at ig and un on Twitter if you want to follow us there, uh, at ig and un on Instagram as well if you want to check us out on Instagram. Overrated. Which we overrated. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I mean, isn't send us your topics. <laughs> yeah. And don't yes. forget to send us those topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Uh, questions make the best topics. We'll be back with a brand new episode of Hot Ass Freshness all up in your grill. Peace out. Yes. <laughs>